Hey y'all, welcome to the first official episode of Joy's Love, Joy's Pain, The Lessons Journey. I'm your host, Joy. To introduce myself, I am 38 years old, been living in New York City for nine years. And this segment is going to be on self-worth, self-acceptance, encouragement, Also to talk about the people that are unemployed, period. Doesn't matter what country. I'm in the United States. It's other people that's unemployed in other areas. It's just like a worldwide thing. So I want to talk about that too. And, you know, today's Sunday. So... It's not just because of my spirituality that I want to be some type of form of religious because true religion is taking care of the widows. True religion is helping the orphans and looking after to go visit prisoners and visit people that is sick in a nursing home or that's sick in a hospital and you know that's true religious so even if you did that god bless you what i mean is is that because today's sunday and i'm gonna bring forth some scriptures in my mind i feel like it's about having connection and encouraging that's how you encourage people not bringing a prosperity message. I'm not looking for that. Neither do I want that on this platform. So the scriptures to encourage today is awesome. I have Psalms chapter 9, verse 9 to 10. Psalms chapter 34, verse 10. And Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 to 4 so first we're gonna go to the book of psalms and i'm going to read this from the king james version which is verse 9 the lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in the time of trouble What does refuge mean? Refuge is like the meaning in my spirit is like a shelter, a protector. When you look up refuge, you also see it's like safety. It's like if you had like your own security bodyguard (laughs) type of you know type of um, people to just hold you and keep you from whatever is trying to get you if you can understand what I'm saying so a refuge is from trouble so when you think about the word of God that I just read you, you understand what God is saying that he can do That's awesome to me. It encourages me. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. Refuge in the time of trouble. 
Now, what do you think oppressed means? Oppression. What could oppression be to someone? Or what can the oppressed mean? Because for me, I feel like oppression can mean just helpless. And you feel like I cannot change the situation. I felt like that a lot of times. Honestly, I became a born-again believer in 2007. And even after I became a born-again believer and I had seen the true Lord of Israel's hands in my life, I still was getting myself in certain situations from choices I made. And I noticed that when I trusted in God and I knew that I repented of my sins and I knew that I changed the choices that I would normally make from certain stuff, I could see his hands in my life. And then it was at times when I was like, my flesh is weak, honey. Let me go on and do what I want to do. Okay. And even then, When you repent of your sins and you trust in God and you feel oppressed, which, like I said, is helpless. You feel enslaved to that. Whether it's a habit that you have, it's some type of stronghold in a sin that you know is not right, you know is not good. Some type of way you feel helpless. It can even be a physical thing. You in a relationship with somebody, you like, I feel so helpless. Trust in God. God can help you out of that situation. Amen. So we're going to have faith. And I'm going to touch and agree with you that God is the answer. He definitely can help you. And I want you guys to know that. I want you guys to have strong confidence that you definitely don't have to stay in a situation. Make sure you pray. Make sure you believe. Make sure you watch. A lot of people say, oh, I pray for this. Are you watching too, sister or brother? You need to watch and pray. Do exactly as the word of God says. And also too, once you get out of a situation, don't be like me. Go back in it seven or eight times, sometimes nine times doing the same thing. How can you get a different result? You will never get a different result. And you better hope that you can get out breathing. Hello? (laughs) Life is too short and it's too precious. Now, we're going to go over to verse 10 of the Psalms chapter 9. We already actually read the verse 9. So here goes verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. Amen. And what that means to me is, you know God. If you really know God, if you really know the true God, the ultimate being that's above all other gods, and you trust in his name, honey, he's not going to forget you. He sees exactly what's happening. Call out in Jesus' name. That's what I say, because I do believe in Jesus' name. And I do believe whether I say Yeshua Hamashek or I say Jesus Christ, 
either way it goes, I believe that God is real. I believe Jesus Christ of Nazareth is real. And I know that I'm trusting in his name. When things go bad, honey, you don't got to tell me. I know I got to get on my knees and pray. And you, when you trust in God, even when bad things happen, you see miracles happen around you. I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not like giving you guys somebody else's testimony. I'm telling you something that has happened to me. I'm talking about stressed out to the core. Okay, went crazy, had a whole nervous breakdown, lost my cars, lost my house, lost everything. Okay, we're going to get into that (laughs) at another time. I'm just letting you guys know I've been through some different things, some different obstacles, but God, but God, amen. Now, we're going to go over to Psalms 34, verse 10. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Amen. So to me, what that means is in my natural eye, like what I see, animals or, you know, literally, you know, normal routines per se, right? They are going to lack. Things are going to lack. For instance, if you want to, if you want to grow a tree, or if you want to, you know, plant something or you want to do this, it's always going to, you know, you got to have these certain qualities to be able to grow this or certain steps in order, for instance, even to bake. I'm a baker. So in order to bake this, I need this or in order to get this job, I need these certain qualities unless they're not going to hire me. Right. So when I say that, I take it literally when it says that young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. I really believe that because when I lost my job in April from my car breaking down, when I tell you I didn't have nothing, nothing, I really mean that. And God still blessed me. Amen. I didn't have nobody to fall back on. Nothing. All I had was a couple of skills that God had blessed me with. Well, a little bit more than a couple. And I'm telling you that even when you feel like you don't have anything, God will make a way. I can tell you times when I took out meat that was in the freezer, okay, during the time of being unemployed, over, I believe it was like a year and a half old, or some of the meat was really old, but I used to always pack up the freezer, pack up the freezer, pack up the freezer, so I was down to like my last pack of meat, and my husband and I, we, we cooked it and that meat never ran out. Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was like off of three pieces of chicken breast 
he was able to cut just say three pieces to four pieces on each chicken breast so imagine that was just off of three chicken breasts so just say it was 12 chicken breasts in there which felt like at first I felt like it was only like maybe six chicken breasts in there but it felt like it was 12 that's the only way I can explain how the chicken never ran out so God is just so good and you know hey people may say girl that's chicken girl you could have went and you know walked and did this or you could have worked here or you could have worked there sometimes things happen for reasons amen and if you guys really knew certain things that happened you will say wow okay I see why that happened not saying I can't take any constructive criticism I'm just saying we all have our own shoes for a reason amen and it's, it's reasons behind certain decisions, especially when you're going through a lot of different types of stress. So during that time, I was like, wow, I'm like, God, thanks for making a way. And that's how I feel. You know, we're talking about King David when he was writing the book of Psalms. It's one that he said, you know, it's young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread okay that's some of the scripture that he actually said when he was living and it's true you know what God is so good he can make ways out of no ways when I tell you that you guys believe me believe me believe me when I say it because I am living proof I'm living proof and I thank God for the scriptures because it's definitely motivated me. Even through this time, if I had a million dollars in a bank, I wouldn't be able to appreciate. I'm talking about at this point in my life, appreciate the process that God brought me through. Why I didn't have anything. And then people may say, oh, if you have something, then, you know, why would you even care about this or care about that? My point exactly, you know, it's a process. It's a process. Sometimes you might go through something and you think it's nothing. You think, why am I going through this? Oh man, this is so little. Don't despise small beginnings. Amen. Because you never ever know what that little part, what type of connection what type of puzzle piece is going to mean to a bigger part of the picture in the following days or in the following weeks or in the following months? I never knew my telemarketing skills, my salesman skills, the things that I always love to do would help me in the future. Like right now, I do social media and shout out <laughs> to Shades of Color. I do a little bit of sh social media for them and show off their products, you know. And you know what happens to social media. You get the little products that you advertise. And they're really beautiful. And I definitely show them off. And, and honestly, I really feel like that's one of the best gift companies in the world. Hands down. Shades of Colors. Mm-mm-mm. I have purchased from them wholesale and sold in flea markets when I was making my own jewelry. And I really love 
their products. They have journals. They have uh, calendars. They have meaningful items. They have beautiful African-American inspirational type of quotes. They have the word of God in a lot of their gifts that you read. And it's just so fulfilling, you know, and it just makes for the African-American race, you know, feel great about their self. Amen. Which we should. And it's nothing against any other culture. However, I want to always encourage and push my people. I love them, you know, and I'm going to continue to love them regardless of what has been done to me by some of them because I'm not squeaky clean. I've hurt a lot of people too. Hurt people hurt people. Now, we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 26. This is the amplified version. The other two scriptures I read from Psalms It was King James Version, but the Isaiah chapter is the Amplified Version, which it is one of my favorite versions of the Bible. And we're going to go to verse three, Isaiah 26, it says, you will keep in perfect, constant peace, the one whose mind is steadfast. That is completely and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. That is powerful. That is powerful. Amen. That's powerful. That means that even if I put my mind on the Lord and I mind his business, he'll keep my mind in perfect peace. You know, a lot of people, for instance, I don't know if anybody knows about this. We're like, it was some talk about how people were committed suicide. A pastor committed suicide. You got to think about that type of stuff, right? When you think about this, if your mind is on God, He doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. All his words go right together. It harmonizes. Amen. And if you feel like it's a contradictory when you read the word of God, and you feel like it's not authentic because you're going off of King James back then when he was King James, or you going off of this, go off of your own life and see and ask God, God, help me to understand your word. Help me to believe in you. Help me to love you. These are important because if you keep your mind on God, he will keep you in perfect peace. He'll keep your mind focused. Amen. I believe that because it happened to me. When my mind was on God, no matter how much spiritual attacks will come against me. And when the enemy came in like a flood, God came in to raise the standard. He did. Because I was going through a lot of spiritual wickedness due to the choices I made. 
you know, it was at times I did it and I just did it because I was like, okay, you know, this is what I want to do. But when I start seeing other stuff, I'm like, oh no, I got to get myself back together with God. Hello. (laughs) And Isaiah, which is in the Old Testament, verse three in chapter six does tell you that you got to keep your mind on God, whose mind is focused on God. God will keep them in perfect peace. Amen. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 26, Amplified Version, verse 4. Trust confidently in the Lord forever. He is your fortress, your shield, your banner. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. Hello, hallelujah, amen. That's what's up. I I like being inspired. If you're listening to this podcast, I want you to be inspired. Inspired for change. Inspired to change your mind, to change your focus, to concentrate while yet you have life, while yet you have a little time to awaken, not to be focused on only, okay, this is what the racial or this is, yeah, guys, this podcast is about everything. So believe me, I'm going to be talking about that too. I'm going to be talking about a whole bunch of different stuff. However, I want us to also keep enlightened, continue to grow, continue to understand that the word of God opens us up. It opens up a portal that's past whatever other person in this world is saying that is authentic. I hear people telling me all the time, yeah, yeah, I opened up the third eye, the fourth eye. Listen, if you open up your heart, your being, your soul, your mind, and you focus on the Father God, the Lord of Israel in Jesus' name, you don't got to worry about him. No third eye or fourth eye. How about he open up every single thing that's in you? You'll be able to discern things on a daily basis. In certain situations, you can be able to tell right away what's going on because he gives you that intellect. He gives you that discernment, which is past that spiritual thing that you think you open in, which really that's an opening for a whole different spirit that is under God. (laughs) You know, I mean, I can get into some details, guys. I can tell you some things. So don't be so quick to say, oh, I want to go join this culture. No, you need to study and show thyself approved before you go toss to and fro in different doctrines and run into this one because you want to make sure that people say that Jesus is black. Okay, Jesus, you know, okay, he was brown skinned. Yes. Okay. No, he didn't have blue eyes. However, is that going to save your soul? Because at the end of the day, when you lead this earth, whether you believe it or not, you're going to have to answer to God. So, you know, if you get hung up only on the blue eyes part, okay, he didn't have blue eyes. Okay, his hair was was thick and it was, you know, like ours. When I say like ours, like, you know, it was thick and, you know, kind of kinky. Okay, it's okay. Don't focus on that. Don't focus on that too much. 
because it's the physical. Let's talk about the reason he came from all the robes of glory. Let's talk about how he healed the sick. How he gave self-esteem to those who was so oppressed and was just tired of life. He gave them hope. Let's talk about how he fed the hungry. How he blessed the adulteress. The woman who was put down for whatever reason that the people didn't like her. or They seen her doing something which they probably was doing it with her. But they dogged her out. But God lifted her up. Look how he, how he was able to give her self-esteem look how he helped those people that was less than he was he that's what it's all about it's not about the skin it's not about all of that let's get out of that let's get out of this is the white man's this is the black man's this is the blue the green I don't care about that type of stuff and if you guys learn my personality and you guys understand you know how not just how I feel because I'm going to invite other people on this platform. What I want people to understand is that this spirituality, the true Lord of Israel is so real and he's just opening up doors and he's shifting the whole world into something. People were so focused on Trump when Trump won. Okay. I was like, okay. I didn't vote for him. I didn't care. You know what I mean? Because I knew that my trust in everything that I'm depending on is not, you know, for him. It's not his, whatever he's doing. Hey, let me pray for him. Because you always supposed to pray for your leaders. Always. Even if you feel like you don't want to, you still need to pray for your leaders. And hey, you may not agree with me. I'm going to still pray for mine. Whatever person is in control. Because at the end of the day, they're really not in control. They're just in place. As the water goes to and fro. You ever look at a river? Look how the water goes. When it's moving. When the wind is moving it. That is exactly how a king's heart is in God's hand. Meaning that God can shift it the way that he wants to. Trump may not even know what he's doing and God will shift it so that way he can do whatever God want him to do. So, so you need to focus on what's going on and seeing that and seeing exactly what is happening with you. Don't focus so much on what Trump is doing. Or what this person is doing at your job. Oh, this person is the manager. No. Trust in God. And he'll set you free. If next year we have a black woman president. To God be the glory. All of these people that's in the office. They're never going to do everything we want them to do. You do understand that. <laughs> and. It's fine. Rightfully so. We don't want that. You know why? Because at the end of the day, they're going to always fail you. That's exactly why the creator wants us to only trust in him. Because everybody else will fail you. Believe that. I want you guys to meditate on that. <laughs> It's facts. It's really, really facts. 
so I'm really happy that God has blessed me to come in on this podcast. You guys are going to get more from me. I appreciate anybody that's listening to this podcast. And you guys can always leave messages of how you feel. What you feel about this. It's a lot that we have to discuss. When I talk about the last thing. Unemployment. I mentioned what happened. When I stopped working. I was doing Uber. And I had a vehicle that broke down, as I said before. And when that happened, as I said, you know, it was hard. This situation with not having a job. How is it to people that have worked for years And because of, for instance, the New York area anyway, the minimum wage went up to $15. So from what I read, and I've done research, what has happened here is that people have been let go. Because of course, when minimum wage has to go up, then you can't have that many people working for whatever reason I don't know this is just the minds of some of the business owners so they let go a lot of people and it's harder to get a job you know even to the point where you could try to go apply at little jobs like for instance like a gym or something to me that's smaller than working for Apple or IBM you know, for a bigger corporation and they're like, oh, we're not hiring. Usually towards the fall time, anytime you want a job, always go in the fall time because you already know Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming and they're going to be hiring. You can go to these jobs now and they be like, honey, we not hiring. <laughs> so, you know, it may be hard But I want everybody to just stay inspired if you are unemployed. It is a lot of hustles that you can do. I noticed that it's a lot of hustles that are on Facebook where they have, you know, little surveys. I'm a part of a couple of groups. You do have to be careful with those. (laughs) It's a couple, though, that I do Uh, actually go on and I have a friend a few friends that actually have their own groups you know so it's I've just seen a lot a lot a lot a lot of hardness with people they have been going through the most when it comes to unemployment and just being unemployed and everybody doesn't get this to get an unemployment check just like a lot of people say well you know it must be something wrong with you if you don't have a job, listen, you don't know what people have been through. You don't know what type of stress factor or, you know, for whatever reason, things happen. Some things just happen the way they happen. So, 
so guys this would be the end of this episode segment I have talked (laughs) and talked and hopefully I've encouraged people I want you guys to just be inspired as I said before and be encouraged until next time God bless you